Hello, everyone, and welcome to the session zero of our brand new Love, Death, and Dice campaign, The Wild Beyond. Very excited to be here. This is fucking epic shit. Of course, I am your dungeon master, Turk, and I'm here with three amazing role players, awesome people, and actors. You know who they are? Fishy? Am I supposed to say something? Yes. Yeah. I thought we were in a pause. We never planned. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. thought it was... We're going to pause. No. Hello, I'm Fishy. And Proteus. What's up? I'm Proteus. What's up? And Connor. Hi, guys. <laughs> Very excited to be here um, for this lovely, amazing session zero. We're going to be going over our setting. We're going to be going over our characters and talking a little bit more in depth of what you can expect of this campaign happening this next season here on the Grouch Couch Love, Death, and Dice. This is very, very exciting shit. We've been planning this for, goodness, I don't know, what it seems like months we've had ideas and shit in our heads. So it's, I feel like at very, least six months we've been talking about this. Very exciting moment for all of us to finally be able to talk about this stuff and do the things. It's so exciting. Now, um, if you're listening over there on YouTube or on Spotify, first of all, thank you so much for listening. Uh, make sure to give the show a rating. And also, um, feel free to, to skim through here and, and have some fun and listen here to the Session Zero. It's not required to listen to the Session Zero uh, to enjoy the rest of the campaign, um, but we will summarize best what we can here at the beginning of this Session Zero so you can then move on to Episode 1, which I, has not happened yet for us. Um <laughs> But I bet. It's Hello, awesome. future person listening to this. <laughs> That's right. Who's like, what do you mean? There's like... not, the, it hasn't happened no, yet, and they're looking the at six like episodes. That, that's how you. That's how you break things. You can't talk to the future. Time it's is gonna... wibbly wobbly. You can't talk yeah. to the future like. That. I that's... break things in the present. That's that's how I roll. Imagine your power in the future. I'm just saying. <laughs> you gotta be careful. You don't realize the power that you wield within the palm of your hand. Frog Toys shared the show. Thank you, Frog Toys. Uh, the power I wield in the palm of my hand is a broke-ass thumb, is what I, I currently wield in the palm of my hand. <laughs> That's not the palm of your hand. That's your broke-ass thumb. Totally different. I, I don't know. It does, It does like, the cast does kind of go over the palm of my thumb a little bit, but fine. I, I do enjoy how you're, like, characterizing it as, like, a special attack or something. You've activated my trap card. Broken thumb. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, that's right. Uh, next so as time we just discovered on side questers i think it's smart for me to explain the setting and what exactly we're going to be doing before we get into characters it makes it a lot easier to then talk about characters and stuff like that um and uh, if any of you guys here in chat have any questions for these guys about their characters please make sure to shout out and let us know because that's what we're here for that's what today's for to answer any questions we might have and yes in spotify this is live stream every sunday at 4 p.m. PST. So, on Love, Death, and Dice, here on our Sunday show, we like to play through D&D source books. We do. It's a fun thing. At least I like to do it. Um, but what we usually always do is we take these source books and create them something of our own. I have this feeling that if you're not recreating these source books and making them more tuned to your character stories, they're just not, you're not doing it right. So, we've played through Coins rain from above. Oh, Frito! Hi, buddy. Frito Bandito. Hey guys, won't be able to stay in the stream hectic day at work. I miss y'all. Hopefully, I can catch up before I go to bed. Smile. Fuck yeah, Frito. Thank you so much, buddy. Cheers to you. Thank you. It's actually Frito Bandejo. Cheers to you, my friend. This is straight vodka. Jesus. I'm just kidding. It's water. It's water. Do we need to have an intervention? Oh, you forgot to put your human ears on, says pizza. Yes, indeed. <laughs> a fairy bard? Yes. We're going to get into that in a minute. What are you, a cop? Uh, so, hi, Koda. <laughs> yeah, so, you? Who's asking? We like to play through source books. We've played through a whole list of them um, so far in our D&D um, career. Welcome um, to the Nerd Herd. I've never Surf played through any. Nerd. Hi, sir. New year, new season, Ooh. renewed subscription. Here's to more love, Arr. death, and dice. Yeah! Cheers, sir. Cheers, Cheers sir. Bible. Mm -hmm. We love you, Certifiable. Yeah, we love you, buddy. 26 months. Fuck yeah, dude. 
Um, we love to play the source books. We have a whole list actually on our website of all the books that we've played through. Um, although I always change a lot about them, but we kind of just use the themes and sometimes the BBEGs and stuff like that. Um, and uh, we have a whole list of these books that we've played through. And this time around, if it's not already fucking obvious, we're going to be using some things from the Wild Beyond the Witchlight. Feel like that should be fucking obvious. Um, this is a very cheers, but cheers, another world. Cheers, friend. I already drank. I'm gonna have to pee so bad. Yeah. Um, it's not obvious we're doing this. This is a very whimsical, out of the box adventure about fairies and carnivals and other kinds of crazy stuff. And we're gonna be coming up with and creating together, chat, a lot of really fun, whimsical ideas and things for this adventure. I love the idea of fairies and carnivals, and it's right the fuck up our alley right here on Love, Death, and Dice. It's literally what we were looking for. There was a whole other adventure we were gonna play, and then I stumbled across this one and was like, why haven't we done this yet? Who are we? So. That's what we're getting into. Now, let me just set the scene for a second. I'm going to read just a little excerpt from this book before I allow these guys to start talking about their characters, right? <laughs> the traveling extravaganza. Blah, 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 blah. Fuck. Let me take that back one more time. The traveling extravaganza, known as the Witchlight Carnival, visits Intoxica once every eight years. Our characters have a dim memory of sneaking into the carnival or even being left there as a child without paying for a ticket. That memory has grown foggy over time, though it still conjures a weird admixture of emotions and wonder and whimsy and awe mixed with loss and regret. During their childhood visit, each one of them, their characters lost something and they are trying to find it. The carnival owners are a pair of elves named Mr. Witch and Mr. Light. And they are decidedly unhealthy. There we have it. Just a little, just a little taste. All right, it goes on. I'm not going to fucking read the whole thing right now. So I'm vibing with taste. that music so hard. Yes. You could leave that playing the whole time and I'd be so happy. <laughs> Hell yeah. Ooh. Cheers. But eventually, oh. do, you know, do you know if the soundtrack... Oh. Aloha Disney. Hello. Aloha Disney. New to the cast crew. I'm Aloha. excited to be here for your exciting Cheers. journey. Cheers. Like, yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Welcome, welcome. Yes, uh, I'm very nervous. This is the first time I've ever actually played real D and D. This true. is it's this awesome. is my third you know, season, but every time they've taught nervous. me something no. new. So the last game we didn't we even know how to play the other ones before. We learned yeah. together. <laughs> we learned together. We played ICRPG, which is really similar, but we are going straight up back to D and D five E for this campaign, of course. Um, I mean, last time it was fun. I combined Waterdeep Dragon Heist with ICRPG, and it made it a lot of fun. But I'm just excited just to get right back into the old classic. You know, I think it's going to be real good for us. Forge. Oh, the thing didn't play. Hi, Forge. Rated we have just, just been raided. It has to be, we have just uh, been raided. Five people or more it doesn't go off, but we love raided. Forge. Wonder who it's from. Yeah, it's from Forge. Been, it's it's from, Forge. from Forge. Thanks, Forge. Forge. Cheers. Yeah, cheers, buddy. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Forge Lore. Um, I'm actually creating something for one of their upcoming campaigns, which I haven't started on yet, but I have the idea in my head, and it's should be fun. It's really cool. I love collaboration. So, you guys, um, that's our setting in a fucking nutshell. And I have more things that we're going to go over. Um, but for those of the folks listening on Spotify and they just want to get everything in the nutshell, I'm going to go ahead and skip back and we'll do some more details on that later. For now, though, we're going to talk about our characters a little bit. I would like for each one of you guys, we're just going to do like a quick little summary of what you're going to be playing. And then we actually have some questions. Welcome all of to you the guys. nerd herd, you dang nerd. <laughs> what time oh, is it? It's time to not say fuck. In a word. Yeah. Fuck. I love that. Fucking Thanks, hate you, dude. I love that. That sequence of events. I hate you was so fucking... much. Oh, God. Jesus, you go fuck yourself, Bobby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, you make me want to cry. I hate you so much. So, um, uh, we're going to give quick summaries, and then I have a whole list of questions that I ask these characters about on our Session Zero thing. We're also going to talk about some of our homebrew rules and things that we do. What the fuck? I love you, Jontron. Um, we're gonna be talking about that stuff. 
Uh, that mean, I do, uh, that means I have to drink. That was right genuine now. fear that just happened. I was not <laughs> expecting that. Yeah. Uh, so that's what we're gonna do, and we also have some videos and other kinds of things, and I do have some pictures to reveal costumes that we're going to be showing towards the end here. So be excited for that shit, you guys. Yeah. Now on SideQuesters, Fishy got to go first, so we're gonna make Connor go first. Connor, would you like to tell us a little Thank bit? God. About your character. Well, everybody, um, uh, thanks to popular demand over the years, I am finally playing a bard. Mm. I'm playing a bard, finally. Everybody, everybody was telling me when I was playing Reggie, like, you should fucking play a bard, man. You should play a bard. You and then, play um, a bard. And then from then on, it was everybody... Everybody's like, when are you going to play a bard? When are you going to play a bard? And I just kept saying, like, oh, next season, maybe. Next season. Next season. And now I'm finally doing it. So, uh, yeah, I am going to be busting out some musical instruments and stuff like that. And on the spot, making up songs as shit happens. As well as a few prepared songs that I already am working on to bust out. Um, so that'll be super fun. And I'm also uh, going outside the comfort zone on race for this season because i don't think i've ever played like a super interesting race before right you know yeah i've always just been like a human or a masked humanoid type thing i'm going completely different i'm going with fairy listen up y'all my guy is two feet nine inches tall is did i said settle on two feet nine i think so yeah, yeah two feet nine yeah i am motherfucking tiny so <laughs> that should get me into some hijinks too. Um, as, uh, as far as uh, like uh, another reveal about the character, I am going very unique with the accent this season. Uh, Frog Toy um, said, what kind of bard? A smutty one? <clears throat> a oh. smutty 100, I think, is the answer to that question. Absolutely. Uh, if, you're go- if you're going bard, like I'm, my goal for this season is to make this character sluttier than Reggie was. Mm. Yes. Is that and if a you guys high um, that, um, the first main Drunks and Dragons campaign was Reggie. <clears throat> so it's finally come full circle. Here we are. Also, I would like to ask, because I don't know the answer to it. Mm. Canonically, do we have any t- sort of like specific accents for fairies? No. No, can can the can we make the specific accent mine? At least in the region <laughs> that you're from, which we'll have to come up with. Um, but you could like make up a region in the Feywild that the fairy is from, and that those people from there speak like that. Yes. Okay, cool. Well, I'm just gonna go ahead and reveal it, just so you guys know. It's gonna be like a very German. Like if you guys know uh, Flula, it's gonna be like that guy's accent. So, um. It's going to be very interesting, I think, to see and how it develops. What are some other interesting things about my guy so far? Uh, we'll get into it, though. We'll get into it. I think that was a yeah. good, quick summary. I think it was. And then also, yeah, I got, I got the R name stuff down again. His name is Reiner. Mm-hmm. For those of you guys who haven't paid attention, every single character that Connor's ever played or created, their name started with an R. So Reiner, the bard fairy um speaks in a german accent um yeah yeah very good okay uh violet fems you're next what's up what's up (laughs) uh so hi uh going for my first real 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 time campaign of things i had i had so many things that i wanted to be but uh turkey made an excellent point and said, be what your wife wants to bang. So I decided... <laughs> Did I say uh, that? Yes. Uh, I and so I, so I became Carlac and chose a tiefling. Uh, I chose a tiefling character named Violet Femmes. Uh, she is very hickish. Uh, she's, she's got... I, she has an accent I have colloquially called Wingy Dang Dang. And she's going to be a paladin. Yeah, yes. wingy dang dang. Uh, Which I feel and, like yeah, she... by the end of this, you'll have to come up with your own kind of like dialect 
and then like tieflings from wherever you're from like or whatever we decide speak wingy dang dang like that's <laughs> there has to be like a dialect like words and shit um yeah oh i i okay we got this uh yeah. but yeah she's a paladin uh she's she's that's that's what she's gonna be or a paladin as she would call it uh and unlike connor who at two foot nine inches uh violet is six foot ten so she's three sizes the size of reiner that's uh she's she big she tall she big death by snoo snoo but big lady but extra dumb. <laughs> yeah, she big old death by snoo snoo. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> I think that that's what. That's what I got there. I think I think that pretty much covers Violet. All right, fair enough. Okay, moving on to Doctor Hops. That's right, baby. Uh, my character is going to be called Helios Hops. He is a Herringon cleric. Um, he is going to love the power of life and everything that comes with it. Uh, he is also very small. Actually, the same height as Connor's character. We're both small, small characters with a big old lady. So mm -hmm. this is how we plan to be safe. Um, <laughs> I'm very excited to play Helios Hops. Uh, he's he's going to be a little crazy. I think he is too. Uh, He's gonna be fucking insane. Um, even the character development since you got the costume, I feel like has evolved. And I, but I feel like you you've already come to a really good place um, that I'm actually excited for. Um, and if you guys are familiar with Billy the Wizard and Sidequester shenanigans, um, I believe we're bringing divination crystals back into the question and the story here. Oh yes, <clears throat> yeah. Um, fun little tidbit that I didn't get to tell you about, but I actually got to play test him a little bit this morning with Nate in a small little group with Big Tilly and his wife uh, playing Dr. Hops, and we did a little one-shot campaign, and uh, it was great. He That's had great. He did great, and I cannot wait to hit, like, sixth level if we ever make it to that point, because Dr. Helios Hops can do some fucking shit. <laughs> it's gonna be great. <laughs> That's cool, man. That's very cool. So uh, I'm very excited. Like that's all mechanical, right? That's all D and D mechanics and stuff. But I actually got mm -hmm. to play my character a little bit. I even dressed up because I was like, "Cool." They asked me to come and play. That I was like, hour and a half. I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, man!" I was like, it gives me a chance to like play test my character away from everybody else and kind of like fumble and deal with how I want to go about it. And it's gonna be very exciting. <laughs> very good. Um, we got some questions. We got some questions. Uh, Gala said, uh, "I want uh, Violet IRL." Yes, is um, Pizza Death gonna carry the other two around? I feel like that's gonna happen at least a little bit. Uh, there may or may not be already art of probably exactly that. That's yes. uh, that's true. We have the well, sketch. Fairy can carry it. themselves. Got... That's not fair. Take a look at it. Or front and back baby carriers. <laughs> I might have to draw that now. <laughs> yeah. No, but I was thinking it would be kind of cool if Violet did have like a, like almost like a shoulder pauldron that had like a platform on it that I could stand on. That's yeah. like a little bit of part of the armor and stuff just for like art purposes and shit. But that's, you know. That's fair. I mean, oh, she does wear shoulder pauldrons. That is... And I can she fly. Already... <laughs> you can fly. Yeah, you're not wrong. And the fairy can fly. It's not fair. Um, <laughs> I want to do here this this other promo that we're going to be sharing this week. And all you guys in chat, if you see this promo when we share it for the campaign goes live, please, for the love of God, share it around. Um, but here's what we've come up with. Here is now that they've explained their characters a little bit. Here's um, you know a little bit of um, what they look like here. Um, very, very exciting. There we go. There you go, Yuki. That answers your question. Of course there is. Of course there is. I can't play a Harry gun and not have the fucking mask to back it up with. <laughs> yeah, we got a bunny mask this season. It's a bunny. Yeah. Look. If I if I state what race I'm playing, you know I'm best believe in trying to look as close to it as possible. Hell yeah, dude. 
Hell yeah. Um, so I'm very excited for all three of these characters. Um, from the practice improvs and all the other things that we've done, I think you guys are going to kill it. And I think this is just going to be so hilarious and so much fun. And um, yeah. Okay. Well, shall we get into the questions? Yuki's I'm diggity down. Yeah, Yuki doesn't like masks. That's that's why Yuki oh. only comes in very shortly, usually. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. That's okay. Yuki is a wholesome bean, and we love Yuki on my stream. Yuki comes and watches all my art and my Good. makeup and stuff. Rain from above. <laughs> Hopefully a Thanks, race Moby. that never says fuck. There you go. Jeez. <laughs> Cheers, Moby. Um, I hope you drink now, because you said it. Cheers. Mm -hmm. Yes, all right. So there's that. Um, we're going to get into some questions now um, about everything and all these guys' characters. These are a little um, bit more in depth. Sidequesters would be safe for them. There's yeah, no side masks on side Yeah, the one on Thursdays. There is no masks. The one on Thursdays. Yeah. Um, the makeup game, each campaign. Dude, I swear to God, makeup game got stepped up, dude. Uh, 3D makeup. There you go. <laughs> There you go, so the Bible, there you go. <sighs> so we're going to ask some more in-depth questions of these guys. Um, there's only a couple of them. I believe there's like eight, um, something like that. These, we're going to ask some questions. And while we're asking, we're going to kind of develop characters a little bit more together and start writing out some more stuff here. And if you guys in chat have any questions, like follow-up questions, shit like that, make sure to shout them out because um, that's what we're going to get into. So um, continuing on clockwise for this show, Connor, where's your character from? My character was born and raised in the Feywilds. Um, what did I have for this? Yeah, born and raised in the Feywilds. Like in a, in a small village of fairies there. I need to come up with a name for that village. I'm finishing my last drink and need sleep. Cigarettes pretty much. Uh, okay. Proteus. Where is uh, Violet Femmes from? So, I I honestly, we can talk about, this is, doesn't have to be set in stone. I just picked it because it was fun to say mm. in the accent. Uh, and I wanted something kind of swampy and near water on the Intoxica map. So, uh, I picked the Wolf Moon Lagoon as where Violet grew up. Nice. You want to uh, say it in the accent? How fun is it? Wolf Moon Lagoon. Nice. Nice. That's fair. <laughs> Dark I don't know. I didn't play 2E. Didn't know. Fishy. Where's Dr. Hops from? Uh, Dr. Hops is also from the Feywilds, but... Oh. Connor, are you Is okay? it me, Jesus? Yeah, it it's is. me, Jesus. It is. Oh, I'm no. Fix it for you. I can fix it for you. Uh, I, I can do it. I can do it. I, I'm a big, brave girl. Mm. Uh, Dr. Oh, Hops, as a young bunny, grew up uh, in a single-parent home with a drunk father. Uh, until we'll get to later, but he grew up in a tiny little shack in the Feywilds. Kind of like an unnamed... I don't know the name of it yet, but I feel like at some point in this season, we're going to find out. Uh, I, out. your answers are making me very happy, Fishy, because I feel like it's, it's, it's solving some bond things for you and your character in mind. So I like it. I like that answer. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Um, what I will say, uh, this Feywild village full of German fairies. Um, if you guys in chat have any ideas for names of those, feel free to use name suggestions, throw them out there. And if Connor wants to pick any of them, they can. All right. But moving on to the next question, how did your character spend their childhood, Reiner? Um, my character, basically, like, he was very much um, a go-outside kind of lad. Uh, he was very connected to nature, so he'd spend his childhood days roaming the forest and singing songs to little animals and shit like that. Pretty cute stuff. Nice. Cute pretty, stuff. pretty innocent starting out, but then something happened. We'll get to that later. Okay. Brody, what about Violet? 
Uh, I have that, uh, despite how she is now, when she was a kid, she was actually quite studious and liked reading. Like, she was a little bookworm. Uh, yeah. There's reasons for that. Uh, Get to later. Yes. Fishy, what about Pops? What's his first name? Helios. Helios. Helios Hops. Helios Hops. Um... After the circus left him in Intoxica as a small bunny, he roamed Intoxica wilderness for only a short time until his great teacher, Madrick, brought him to the Temple of Life where he taught at and raised him and taught him how to be a life cleric and the knowledge and pursuit of life. Life. Yeah. Hell yeah. Next question! Oh, goodness. There's a lot of text on this here, dang. Uh, let me see. Come up with two characters from your past. Name them and tell us how you're connected to them. Who are your connections, Reiner? Well, I have, uh, my parents. <clears throat> uh. That Boy, I, for the life of me, I can't remember the name of. <clears throat> I was going to say. Pops, oh, rabbits, here's some more rabbits. <laughs> Rabbits! <laughs> Cheers for the dad joke. Fuck. <laughs> um, I have I have my parents' name written down on my character sheet, so they're obviously someone I'm connected to in the past. But I also have a very prevalent mentor. Um, her name is Selena Trax. She is a gnome bard, and um. Uh, do I need to expand on that, or we're going to yeah, find sure. out more about that later? Tell us more about as much as you want about her. Is this how you... Okay, so basically the story goes, um, Selena Trax found me wandering through the Feywild singing animals and stuff. She's like, hey, I'm a gnome bard. I like singing music too. You know what you could also do with music? Convince people to have sex with you. And then that's what happened. So <laughs> she uh, taught me the ways of the bard. Um... And then she, I, you know, she just took me on as uh, her her student that uh, she also did things with. But anyway, another person from my past. This is a more recent past since I came to Intoxica from the Feywilds. Is Drolo Bone Smasher? He's a Bone Smasher exile, and he's mad at me because I had relations with his girlfriend Mina Bellows Good. Mina Bellows Good. I love these names. You came up with all these on your own? Yeah, well, Mina Bellows Good. Bellows Good. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, never mind. I, I was trying to go for it, some uh, word. I take yeah, that yeah. compliment. Yeah. But there's go. There, there you go. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, yeah, uh, for sure, there's definitely a guy out there named Drolo that fucking hates me. Nice. Bellows good. Is Drolo from the Feywild, or would he be in Intoxica? No, no, no. He's he's from Intoxica. He's part of the Bone Smasher clan, or at least he was until he got exiled. Nice. Okay. Exiled for having sex with Bellows good. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Violet, who are your two characters that you're connected to? Uh, NPCs. I chose uh, Mazzy Femmes. Uh, it is one of Violet's many sisters because Violet has a very large tiefling family. Uh, and this is the only sibling that she has had contact with since returning to Intoxica after being part of the carnival. Uh, and Teresa Carver, who is a uh, dryad druid who works as a fortune teller at the carnival, and they were her caravan slash roommate while traveling with the carnival. Hell yeah. I love that. So... They might still be there, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. You guys aren't currently like in big time connections with the carnival because you've been spending at least the last eight years inside of Intoxica. The carnival's not there, but whenever you go back, maybe she's there. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I I had it. I have it in her backstory that uh, so <laughs> uh, that that and they Violet traveled with the carnival for <laughs> yes, exactly correct. Uh. Uh. But no, I had it that Violet actually traveled with the carnival for like the last eight years and is once it reached Intoxica the last time, yeah. that's when she left. And then it's been another eight years since. Nice. 
Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Fishy, who are Dr. Hops's two characters? The first one being Magic, the old wise cleric that took me in and raised me and starting to teach me to be a clerical... I don't want to say monk, but a clerical per bunny. Yes. And then the second person is my evil... I wouldn't... Uh, maybe not evil, but he's definitely got some type of evil. Hubert Hops. My deadbeat father that left me at the circus. But in, like, a different time spans of, like, Proteus. Like, definitely two cycles before. Been, like, I've been in Toxica for most of my life. I, I, I don't really know anything about the Feywild. Like, I've heard of the circus and was going to go to it, uh, but wasn't able to make it there in time to be able to, like, attend the circus. Nice. So I'm always, like, chasing it, trying to get to it, but I've never been able to actually, like... Get to the get back to the circus. Hell yeah! Uh, certifiable said acolyte, disciple. Clerical disciple. Yeah, I like that one. Thanks, mm. thanks, certifiable. Mm. Okay, those are really good. Those are really good. Um, now next one is: What exactly was your character doing before they met the party, Reiner? Well, Reiner has been spending his most recent years hanging out in taverns and trying to find people to warm his bed at night. So I was going to ask you, do you think Reiner like goes town to town or is there like a main? Yeah, like he's tavern? a he's a traveling like free spirit kind of dude and nice. just roams the land. Fucking as he goes, drink. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Fucking as he goes. Fucking as he goes. Fucking as he goes. <laughs> Are you fucking now? I <laughs> get used to that. I said I'm having a connection issues. Can somebody tag me with a link when this hits Spotify? You bet I can, Frog Toys. You bet I can. Um, show. It's good. Traveling tavern to tavern. So that's what you were doing before you met the party. So have we decided if you guys meet Reiner inside of a tavern? I think that's what we had kind of agreed on. That's what I wrote down. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. Uh, that's kind of like what we thought of. Uh, I definitely know Dr. Hops keeps him around because like his music definitely soothes the shaking. The shaking. You guys will learn more about that later. But... <laughs> the shaking. Okay, so here's a, a difficult one, actually, that we're going to talk about now. And this is how um, Hops and Violet met. Um, we have in our minds that they were together before they met Reiner. Um, and we already know that Hops is kind of established at this life cleric kind of temple with Madric. Um, at least whatever Madric is doing. Um, but where did you guys meet each other? While you're thinking about that, there was actually um, a name of thing that I really liked. Reiner, certifiable, said Liedergarden. Literally song garden in German. Liedergarten? Liedergarten. Liedergarten. Yeah. I like that. Let's do it. Liedergarten. Sure, but I'm just going to copy Liedergarten. Reiner's from the Feywild. Could this promiscuity be how he recharges his arcane energies? Like, as a bard? <laughs> He's got a fuck to get his <laughs> his magical prowess. <laughs> Could be. Not uh, his, mojo. his mojo. His mojo. <laughs> they fucking stole my mojo. <laughs> Recharge the mojo. Uh, yeah, so... Um, Proteus's character was running from somebody, right? You were running away. Uh, or you were hurt. 
Yeah, so I actually kind of fleshed this out a little bit on my on my thing was um uh, for how I joined what I was doing before I joined the party. Um, so I have about eight years ago, Violet struck out from the circus to find uh after she found out that she wasn't left at the carnival, she didn't get lost at the carnival. Her parents sold her to the carnival for booze money. Uh, and she she essentially struck out from the carnival when she found the contract stating what she was signed away for and swore vengeance on her family. But then once like so she left the carnival once it reached Intoxica again, but realized she really didn't remember how to get home. And kind of had like a panic being all alone by herself and stumbled upon the life church with uh dr hops like meeting dr hops and kind of learning how to like heal and stuff like that and really bonding with dr hops there and then the reason for her going back to the carnival is to try and be like all right where do i go like trying to get more information because she might have she's realizing with how little memory she has she doesn't know how like she needs more information for who how she was left and yeah because uh, 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 like you were left there and then you spent time there like working with the carnival like your parents sold you there right like you said um so eventually you were just like well i'm gonna go off on my own and then you're like shit how the fuck do i get home or are you saying how do you get back to the carnival uh no no, no. she's so she was trying to get back home but realized she didn't know how to get back home so now she's searching out the carnival again to figure out what other information she can get from anybody she used to work with to find her way back home. Nice. Okay. Right. It's essentially, I forgot my, I forgot my, like my phone at home and I got to go home for it, but you can only go home once every eight years. Uh, <laughs> what do you think like about that, that phone? I've been searching Cheers, for that phone I? and I've been looking for that phone, but I've not yeah, been, been looking that for that phone. fucking phone. And then she just comes Cheers. up and says, I've been working for that phone and I've been losing my shit trying to find that phone so I can go home. But I'm not really sure if I'm really actually wanting to go home because I don't know what I'm supposed to be going home to. I don't know where home is. Like, the life church is really home. Like, this is home now. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know, like, I know we talked on reasons of why we're going to be doing this, but I definitely don't think that the end goal is to stay in the Feywild. I think it's definitely a soul search kind of moment. Go and find out where I'm from, what's my heritage, where, like, where do, like, herringons even reside, what's the culture like, stuff like that. And then probably be like, yeah, I'm gonna go back to the life church, go back to Madrick, and go back to doing my life there. Hmm. So, how do we think, so she wandered into the church, do you think that's how you guys just met? She wandered into the church, and I imagine she was, like, big squish, or very, like, I'm hungry. I'm, she's really hungry, really big, so Dr. Hobbs, he just feeds. And then, like... So, I actually, I actually have it written down a couple of things later. Part of the reason why she's, uh... I, I feel like she stumbled into the life church and essentially bonded herself to them. Like to Dr. Hobbs because she's so used to having a she had a big family. She lived with the carnival, had big carnival and then struck out on her own. And uh, girl got abandonment issues. She like I I have for her, like what's her fear is essentially being alone and abandoned because it's, you know, now been twice that that's happened. So essentially, like, striking out her own being like, I'll be fine. I'm a big, brave girl. And then realizing, no, no, not big, brave. Nah, uh, you know what? I need I need friends and companions and g- stopping essentially at the first place she found being the life church. And then, you know, like being like, I, I can I stay here? I, I... <laughs> we need somebody to chop wood. Yes, wood, wood, chop. Yes, wood, chop. Yes. Big ass lady shows up. Um, cool. Well, that's fine. So then I only have one yeah. single follow up question, which is. For us to determine exactly where the carnival was last and maybe where it'll show up again, it was obviously nearby to this life church or where Madrick resides at the very least. Where exactly, Fishy, do you want to say that that is? 
I didn't want to set a setting for Magic's Temple because I feel like that's something we should all discuss as a as a as a whole. Because mm. I feel like like uh, where if the circus was going to come somewhere on the map, where would it come from? And right. then we could just place a life church pretty close to it. I mean, yeah. we have the funds. It's okay. We have the resources, the materials. We'll just make believe a little bit, and it'll be done. It'll be great. Life church, boom. You know, I'm thinking that I get a, like a straw cotton bed and it's, it doesn't have to be big. It could be quite tiny and maybe like a nice little carrot garden. And then there's like wood that needs to be chopped, but I'm too tiny to do it. And magic's too old. So that's when like Violet comes very useful for us. And it's like, oh, all we have to do is basically clothe, let her stay and feed her and she'll help take care of us too. And then she expresses that she wants to be a paladin and starts wanting to learn how to heal people. And that's when I'm like, oh, life church. Oh. I feel like that, yeah, that just comes, you know, hand in hand. That's perfect, yeah. Yeah. Um, we've got all these places. What sticks out to you? Uh, you said Wolfman Lagoon was pretty close. I feel like we've done so much in Mead Harbor and Soggy Bottom and, like... Can we hit a different part of the map? Are we going to be on this map very long before we head to the Feywild? And is the Feywild a different map? Question mark. Feywild will be a different map, yes. We won't be okay. here for very long. That's when everything just happens out of Mead Harbor. It's such a good, like, coastal city. Mm. We got the Bone Smashers, and that kind of plays into all of Connor's stuff. What do you think, Connor? Um, I think a good place would be, like, maybe at the exact heart of Intoxica, the, like, right above Boonheart. And it looks like there's already kind of a trail there between Fieldgar University and Boonheart. Yeah. And it could be like a little no-name town or something that also has the life church attached to it. Because True, huh? in Common Steel... The death church. Right, it, uh, was Common Steel where our last campaign was? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's going to be your whole like uh, <clears throat> death faith area. So it wouldn't be close to that. Well, there's a life church. There, there, there is too. a life church there. Yeah, well, is there? there is is there anymore? Right, look. So the life Calm churches down. in Intoxica aren't doing very well, okay? You know? Well, yeah. Well, yeah they just suicide bombing, just the though. power of life. But also, the fucking suicide bombers are unrelenting. <laughs> all right? And tell you what, you just got... Nothing's ter more terrifying. They all wear the same red robes. Run across... Yeah. Yeah. You see a that's a thing. That's a robes. thing too. We'll be able to experience in this what campaign is, is just going to be a bunch of fucking dudes that look like Raz running around. <laughs> Ridiculous. That's who Oi. needs to be stopped. Really. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. So, Imperial Door is the only place we haven't ever actually like explored at all. Um, and the only thing we really know about Imperial Door is that it's mostly like elves and people that they're too. They think that they're too good for the rest of the world. Um, they're trapped off in this like mountain range, and they just don't adventure out. There's like no trade routes here. There's like people don't come and go from here. This is like a, a place of whatever. And in the intoxicant lore, all the buildings are like made of pearl and ivory and other kinds of really nice materials. They just think they're better than everyone. It's basically like the high elf kind of area that we've never touched. Um, was Ampharos. So what I'm thinking is we could do something random here. We can make like a nice little village or something. And we could do chat can do name a thing. There are also name suggestions for a village if there's any we want to take. Um, or we could make a village up here nearby Ampharos. Um, especially because it's far away from Common Steel and there's like that bridge. So maybe the Life Church is doing well here because there isn't a Death Church connection. Yet. Yeah. Those are two options. What do we think? Raise your hand if Random Village by um, Field Guard University. All right, we've got one to two. We're doing Ampharos. Let's do it. Um, somewhere up here. Imperiador and Ampharos. Chat! 
Chat, if you're paying attention, chat. Use the name of thing command. Only cost you 10 points. And throw out the name of a small little village. These guys might. Where the carnival might have came through. You know? Especially the carnival's smart. They're trying to make money. They're going to go to the place where all the rich people are. You know what I'm saying? They want to go sneer at the lower class. That's why they're going to the carnival. Yeah. Chodeville. Fuck <laughs> off, Slappy. Fuck off, Slappy. They got to do me like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's how you guys met. Um, moving on. We only got a couple left here, so we'll just zoom through these. Um, you met the party in the tavern, um, trying to get some tail, but realized that those people could help you find your mentor, especially the big lady. Very good. I like that you put that in there. Um, Connor, what is Reiner's biggest fear? Reiner's biggest fear is uh, mimic genitals. This stems from an encounter that he had where someone had their genitals replaced by a mimic, and it forever haunts him. I wonder what the logistics of that are. Get the fuck out of here. They had their genitals replaced with a mimic. So do you think that the genitals question. are like talking? Is this like Todd in the Book of Pure Evil or what? Yeah. I was I was thinking it's like Teeth. The movie Teeth. Do you but, think... Um, you decide. The whole person could be a mimic. Or it's just their genitals somehow that were, you know, attacked and replaced. By a mimic. fucking trashed hitting on a dresser. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> the dresser's a mimic. The genitals yeah. of a mimic. <laughs> or or maybe it's not a real thing at all. It's just a really bad nightmare he had one time. True. And uh, he just, he's, he's cautious of it sometimes. Yeah. You know. What a specific kink. You can call it a phobia. But I know what it actually means. <laughs> um, filigree. Uh, Daedric's Hollow. That's pretty good. Pretty good, Connor. I like, I like date. Wow. Yeah. The Ocean's Ooh, Gate. Ooh, Leotion's Gate? Mm. Yeah. Pretty good. It's pretty fucking good. I like that. Mm. Yeah, let's take it. Let's take it. Wait, is that... Did I did I say that right? Did it... Is, is it Leo? I, I was thinking... I can't spell, but I was thinking Laotian, but yeah, Laotian works too. Okay, I mean, so it's like just definitely like Laotian, like how Hank Hill's neighbor is Laotian kind of deal. Yeah, there we go. But I mean, <laughs> let's be honest, uh, fucking Violet's going to be like, yeah, we're going to Leotans. <laughs> Leotan. <laughs> we're going Medic to Leotans Gate. <laughs> Leotion's 11. <laughs> I was like, oh, this just turned into a heist campaign. It's going to be Leotion's 11. <laughs> That's shit. awesome. Okay, what is... I mean, you already talked about it a little bit, but what is Violet Femme's greatest fear? Uh, it is being alone, abandoned. She has abandonment issues. She likes having companions. She She fears solidarity. Like solitude, I think is the word I'm looking for. Oh, Galdar, don't solitude. split the party. I don't want to be alone. Don't yeah, exactly. Mm. Hell yeah. Dr. Hop's greatest fear. Uh, it's kind of funny because me and Violet have the same fear, which is also being left and forgotten and fear of being alone. Like being alone is not okay. Like no matter what, like cannot be left alone. Not whatsoever. Be left alone. Be forgotten. Be forgotten. Left alone. Live in the dark. We're trauma dark. bonded. <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> trauma okay. bonded. Reiner's biggest fear. Drunk. Biggest flaw. Biggest flaw. Reiner. Biggest flaw is he will not turn down sexual advances. Uh, I.e., can't keep it in his pants. That's what results in. Probably 99% of Reiner's problems is him just having having relations all the time, every time. All right. Violet Finn, greatest flaw. Big, dumb, and loud. Uh, she, she doesn't know her own strength. and She doesn't really realize her own strength and her own size compared to, like, most people. She's very loud, and she's very stupid. It's kind of a... That's going to be fun. You can't, 
Yeah. Stealth mission? No, thank you. <laughs> Dr. Hops? Greatest flaw? Uh, uh, really shaky, comes off shady, but has a true good heart and really likes divination crystals. <laughs> We're going to have to write up some stats for divination crystals. I got to get with Nate and be like, all right. <clears throat> Welcome, Azalea. Yose. Hi, Azalea. Uh, I did some Happy this birthday, morning, Azalea. and I got to see a bit into the future, but I didn't understand any of it, and it didn't help us at all. So it's like I would imagine they're like the equivalent of like snorting, getting high, and then seeing a part of the future that you can't explain, and then being like, "Can't let the future happen. No, no, the future, bad, bad future, bad, bad, bad future." We gonna fix the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The future. Yeah, yeah. Nice. But never really knowing what. So it's nice. like nonsense. Megan, hello. Megan. <sighs> All right, divination crystals. Very good. Are we only got a couple left here? Um, we're gonna zoom through these. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna speed run these bad boys. All right, Reiner. What are your interests outside of adventuring? Music, sex, and animals. Violet. I'm I'm a, I'm a uh, not okay. Hold on, let's not no, get like that next. mixed up. No, like next. <laughs> I meant like next. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, speed run, speed run. Uh, Violet enjoys carving things out of wood. Doctor Hops. Like really likes divination crystals. <laughs> like really, really likes divination crystals. It's real easy to get him a birthday present. You know, you just gotta find a divination crystal. Jesus Christ. Um, what is your bond with the other two characters? Um, we already kind of went over this a little bit, but do you guys have anything you want to elaborate on? Like, what is your bond? Um, I do have examples. I'm clearly trauma bonded with. Uh, well, I could I, I could explain how I'm bonded with them. Nice. Go ahead. Yeah. So, explain how like, you like I've been saying since I've been in and out of taverns for the last couple of years, just like doing whatever. Obviously, at some point, I ran into these two jokers in a tavern, and I looked up, looked at them up and down. I was like, "Hmm, interesting threesome. Might as well try." And I, I, I uh, accosted them. Not accosted. I um, asked them if they'd like to do a threesome. They said no. And I was like, hmm. But I got to talking to them a little bit more, learned about their relationship to the carnival, and I was like, huh, I could definitely use some help going up there, you know? You, 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 you got the rabbit guy, and Big Lady for sure is going to help. I know. Because I can't lift things with my, my tiny arms. So <laughs> It's a common problem. It's going to be a common problem in this season. <laughs> Big Lady. Violet. Big Lady. Hold on. Gangers, it wasn't like that. You know, you see you see a rabbit or a rabbit and a big lady together, you're like, okay, they're into some freaky stuff. I might as well see if how freaky they are. And that's why I was like, hey, I see you're into tiny things. I'm also tiny. So, I am a tiny thing. Yeah. It'd be like two squirrels fighting over a nut in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh. and that everybody uh, is why my character this season is firmly gay <laughs> Fair. and i Say think dr hops is a little too high to actually even like uh, be interested in sexual uh, conduct i That's really just, like, like that you made really yourself there. a vibrator you're a rabbit vibrator. That's a real thing. I had no idea. <laughs> See, I knew you guys were freaky. Come here, Bonnie. Come sit in my lap. I think I would consider Reiner like pansexual. I think he's pan nice. for sure. Nice. He's a pan boy. Oh goodness. Okay. Any other elaboration on the bond between each other? Uh, -huh. uh, the only thing that I guess I could elaborate more in is that the reason why Doctor Hops actually likes keeping Rhina around is when he is playing music, it actually makes the shaking stop. So, and when you've been shaking for like twenty years, and then suddenly something makes it stop, 
it's kind of nice and you just don't oh, yeah. want to get rid of it. So you're like, follow, follow, follow me. Yeah. I actually like that. I like that idea a lot. That's, that's really cool. But everything else about me, you fucking hate. <laughs> oh, I fucking cannot stand you. Like, I actually probably truly hate you. But the, you make the shaking stop. So that's kind of nice. So it's like... Plus, it also gives me, like, a time during streams when I can actually stop for a second. Nice. Uh, um, I, I definitely kind of just had my bond to Fishy being essentially where... Now that I've heard things, is that we're kind of trauma-bonded, but also I have I feel a need because he is so small and frail to protect him. Nice. Like, that's... I want to copy and paste what? Just sit in chat real quick. Certifiable divination crystals plus five bonus to initiative, um, one d6 to one attack slash save slash ability check before the next short rest. Odds are minus evens are pluses. Poisoned condition if more than one day passes without using. <laughs> uh, we'll think about that. So, we'll think about that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I love is the initiative. Is that bonus. the actual? Is that the actual like stats for divination crystals? I divination crystal is a real thing. Up, just wrote up something for fun. No, I, you think there's divination crystal stats in Five E? I don't fucking think I don't there's fucking stats. know. <laughs> I just don't <laughs> never know. We need, we need to have a. I, we need to have a I don't dwarf think with a trilby hat off the top of my head. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's not what I was going for. I was going like I don't think it would give me any bonuses to any stats. It would be the broken like foresight stuff. Like what? What's going on? What's going on? Check out kids. You heard a noise. You know that that father instinct kicks in. You hear a strange yeah. noise and you go, "What the fuck?" <laughs> you're out of there. <laughs> that fatherly instinct. Okay, so we're going to move on here. Reiner, what is your character's personal mission? What are they trying to achieve? On top of, which, by the way, I didn't, I forgot to explain this, but this campaign, all the characters are beginning at level one, and we will be using milestone leveling, so no need to worry about experience. And on top of your own personal motivation, your character begins with the following. You travel with your companions to seek what you have lost so many years ago, from the Witchlight Carnival, and to restore restore joy and wonder to the Feywild. So, your personal mission on top of that, what do you got? My personal mission on top of that, so not what I wrote down, then. No, that no, looks good. It looks good. Oh, okay. Um, my, my per, the character's personal right. mission is to find his mentor again. Yeah. Because um, Selena Trax is... He can't find her. Right. So she's the bard gnome that taught her the ways of the sex. Well, taught her the ways of the bard, but yes, more yes. or less. All right. The ways You're of the bard sex. Porque no los dos. Yeah. Yeah. Got a cool ass student teacher relationship going on there. But he, I, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> right. hold on. We were talking about how like he was running through the woods when he was a child. Well, not when he, he was 80 years old. Okay. It's a fairy. He was like in his teen years for a fairy. And then sexy bard lady comes along and was like, hey, I'm also like a teenager in my age range. And then here, here's how to be a bard. There you go. So nothing, nothing weird or creepy, everybody. Just hold on. Okay. Just 80 year old teenagers banging it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, certifiable. Uh. Like the, um, bonuses to initiative. Um, help with like the possibly seeing the future thing that makes sense. It does okay. I I would maybe give a one because five is a lot. Slappy certifiable. Um... It's actually called the Intoxa Sutra, just so you know. <laughs> um, and no, I wrote it. <laughs> there you go. Um, Slappy this is hot and better not awaken anything in me. It fucking better, actually, honestly. Um, if I don't see thirst trap art of each three of these characters, um, you are fired. And if you want to, you can totally make them Warhammer 40k base, so it totally fits your art that you're going for in the future. By the way, Slappy Balls is creating some really badass Warhammer 40k stuff, and if you haven't seen it, make sure to give them a follow. All right, show them support. <laughs> 
because it's it's cool they were explaining it to me at the pad the other day i get to play slappy balls with slappy balls by the way we played rocket league it was sick um but anyways if i don't see thirst trap art <laughs> i riot oh yeah <laughs> We better have a very active rule. Remember, two foot eight, two foot nine for both of them, six foot ten. You got it. You got There's it. your size range. Anvil play. Oh! <laughs> uh, more like Anvil World tabletop, am I right? Um, flashlights. <laughs> God. Got it. Now I'm scared. I'm all of a sudden scared. Oh. I'm very scared all of a sudden. Okay. You right coward. Than Moving on quickly before we talk too much about sex. Violet Femmes, what is your personal mission? Uh, so it kind of goes into her like paladin path. Um, She's kind of sworn vengeance on her family who sold her to the carnival uh for for essentially addiction and uh, she has a feeling that they've done that to all of her siblings in some way or another so she wants to like essentially she swore vengeance on her parents specifically and wants to save any of her siblings that are still either trapped in that situation you know and or so fun about that story is that they say people are attracted to people, you know what I mean, that resemble their parents or whatever. So you have this revenge against your parents for being addicts, but then you meet a best friend rabbit who's a fucking addict, and you adopt him as a best friend. Not yeah, realizing... I can stop whatever I want. I can stop whatever I want. It's fine. Not realizing... It's fine. It's fine. There's, there's some real shit going on there, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's what I said earlier. I'm like, oh, we just realized some reasons why we're bonded. Like, it's trauma bonding right there. That's That's a trauma bond. Yeah. Cheese and uh, rice. Okay, Dr. Hops. What is your personal uh, goal and mission? Personal goal and mission is to reach a level of enlightenment to make the terror and tremors uh, to stop. Nice. And I feel like definitely finding out where he's from and kind of healing from his trauma of the Feywild and learning all that stuff will definitely help him in the next processes of, of enlightenment. Like, he's trying to be okay by Good rain from above. Trauma bonding! <laughs> trauma bonding. Cheers! That's the new Let's Get Bored. Oh, it's for trauma Daddy. bonding. Trauma bonding! Mm. <laughs> Along with bro. Dark Position, I summon Trauma Bond. <laughs> this attack <laughs> allows me to immediately on. become friends with anyone I cast it on. Your move, Kaiba. <laughs> no better reason to cheers and bid. That's right. That's right. Um, okay. So we only got one last question here. Um, at least one that's important. I feel like all the other ones we actually did kind of go over subtly. Um, cheers, and this question, but, uh... technically... Thanks, parents! Cheers. <laughs> um... For Fishy's character, technically you don't have to answer this question because you have Madric. That's your connection to the overlying plot. Um, was Madric's pushing you forward, so instead you can just talk about Madric. Right. But, Reiner, you'll explain to us, please, what did the carnival take from you secretly while you were a child? This is, this is kind of involving the memories that are slowly coming back to you, remembering that it might be the carnival's fault that you can't mentor kind of deal. Yes. The last time I saw uh, Selena tracks was when I was at the carnival with my parents. I saw her um, in the crowd somewhere, and that's the last sighting I had of her eight years of eight years ago. Fair enough. All right, Violet Fims, what exactly did the carnival take from you secretly? Uh, they back. took away, they took away Violet's ability to read and write. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, they took away her ability to read and write because when fairies own children, they like them to be young and dumb forever. So, uh, even though she was essentially adopted right at, like, the cusp of adulthood, like, she was sold at right at the cusp of adulthood, that she lost all ability to read and write. So, being super smart as a youngin' and then essentially going completely dumb <laughs> uh, 
you know, I believe man, I believe Magic is a super old man. He's like at the top of the tower in like a library just surrounded by books. And even he's been trying to like get to go to the carnival, but can't because he can't leave the tower anymore. Or maybe he can. I don't know. It looks like. I make believe different from you people. And, but, like, so, he's going to be sending us on a quest, and that's what's really going to help drive a lot of our story and our ambitions, so it's going to be fun. Um, I guess that'll be very quest-driven, which will probably get annoying at some point, mm -hmm. I imagine. Uh, I can't wait till y'all get to meet Dr. Hops. He's a hoot. Okay, yeah, so this is going to be really, really fun and really, really awesome. Um, so thank you all so much for joining us today. All you guys that are listening on Spotify or rewatching this bad boy on YouTube, thank you so much for checking it out. Make sure to leave a follow on the show um, so you can not miss any of the episodes here on Spotify. And all you guys that are here watching live, if you want to rewatch any one of this, you can rewatch on Spotify. You can indeed. Um, and if you're ever in chat, watch on Spotify. Yeah, Spoofy. SQ podcast because the session zero for SQ went up on Spotify today. Oh, oh, cool. oh, How industrious. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to find a new exclamation instead of how industrious. Right. It'll come. It'll come to you. Don't force it. It'll come. That's it for us, you guys. Thank you so much. We're very excited to start. Next Sunday will be our first episode. We're going to be doing some big old character introductions. We're going to be working out all the kinks. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So make sure to come and join us. It can cause a lot of fucking chaos. On the kinks. What's up, baby? Yeah, up, watch Connor? me not be able to comprehend how to play actual D&D. Oh, shit. Fuck. You got it. I'll guide you through it. Roll damn it, Proteus. You're in the way. You got it. Sandwich is in the way. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fun. Thanks for being here. Um, now we're going to raid out. So thank you all so much for joining us. Being awesome and joining us. Please come back next Sunday for Love, Death, and Dice, The Wild Beyond. And if you're feeling spicy and you see any of our promos or reels on the socials this week, please make sure to give them a share because we will appreciate that so fucking much. Thank you so much. And make sure to follow Proteus for makeup and other kinds of fun things that they're going to be doing all this fucking week with their broken-ass thumb. Yes, that's right. Come back next Sunday. Next Sunday, Sunday, Sunday for the new Love, Death, and Dice. To Wild Beyond. To Wild Beyond. I can't wait to go and get the divination on. I'll tell you what. The power of life compels you. The power of life compels you. <laughs> oh, dude. Whoo! This is going to be fun. Bye-bye, everybody. We love you.